welcome to NAFAM the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> one of these days, seriously, do something different. So awkward. Well, I don't know why it feels awkward. It just does. Of course it does. It's the start of a new episode, a new journey. I feel like if the if it was the roles were flipped and I started and then you had to say something, oh, would you so would bad. struggle too. It would be so bad. It's hard to follow. That's with why that. that's why I lead. Okay. <laughs> and that's all I lead. And then I end it. My part's done and it's your turn to take over. Which you always do. Not really. But for some reason at that moment you're not able to do that. I guess not. Welcome. So what are we gonna talk about today? I don't know. You literally told me you're like I got some stuff to talk about. I got to put that down. We're gonna, we'll save that for the podcast. And no, we were because that was related to um, our what we were talking about this morning. Yes, that's true. I was listening to, but you made it sound like you had like some stuff to talk not about really. for the topic today. Not really. Okay, I'm well, sorry to disappoint. I was what I was referring to was I listened to an episode of the Personality Hacker this week um, on the topics of envy and jealousy, and it was not new information, but it was. A refresher you know like so i was like oh yeah okay and then like you know are you familiar with the difference between envy and jealousy are you familiar with those i'm familiar with it but if you ask me right now i can't tell you you couldn't what would your guess be um envy is a desire to be like somebody maybe where je- or something and jealousy is where you are um i guess you have maybe ill feelings about that person's Thing that you are jealous of what is the difference between the things that you just said <laughs> well if you're envious of somebody you're like oh they're really good at this and you see it maybe in a more positive light where jealousy would to mm, me be mm. more in a negative light like Mm-mm. no okay no you're wrong so you're partially right so envy we actually use jealousy usually mostly incorrectly we're really talking about envy because if we say like oh i'm so jelly we're usually mean i'm so envious because Envy is wanting something that somebody else has. And jealousy is a fear that somebody is going to take something from you that you have. So envy can occur between two people or two things. Okay. But jealousy has to involve at least three because there's there's like this idea of like, oh, somebody's going to take a portion of what I have or somebody might or somebody did or whatever. So that's when jealousy arises. Do you understand the difference there? I Yeah, I, yeah, I do. So like... Envy can just be like, oh, I'm so envy of this person because envy they have of, a swimming. Envious of. Let's, envious not, let's of. not do a little shorthand. We're not. Uh... Thank you okay. for catching that. <laughs> um, so anyways, envy is like, okay, this person has a swimming pool. I want a swimming pool. I'm envious of them. You're not jealous of them. They're not taking anything from you. You didn't take anything from them. Like, So jealousy is just... like, like there's a finite amount of something and that yes. person has a piece of that and which you want. Or so it's usually related have. to maybe always related to relationships. You're going to get that a lot. Like, oh, this person might come in and take this person from me, you know? Well, it could be. It's I would think it could be like, like a job, too, or something where somebody is, you know, I'm jealous yeah. of that person. Yeah, that's a position. relational thing, though. Oh, relational. I thought you meant a strictly relationship. Like, I got it. Okay. Yeah, no. I got it. So um, the interesting thing is, is that Enneagram 4s, which is what I am, their vice is envy. So it's something that they can get lost in. And it can be used for good. You know, it's a motivator. Um, but sometimes, like, the vice can be that, you know, it's like it's it's one of the seven deadly sins. So it can be used for, like, destruction. Like, this person has this thing that I want it to. They don't, I don't want them to have it. I'm going to destroy it or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, je- with jealousy, you, people can get very possessive. That's, like, the other side of that. Okay. So, get, yeah, possessive. Yeah, okay. 
you know, you're going to start to hoard your resources because uh -huh. people are not going to take it from me kind of thing. Okay. So as a four, I guess my vice is envy. As a Scorpio, I struggle with jealousy and possessiveness. <laughs> <laughs> this is all so shocking. I would have never heard of. <laughs> I think I have a pretty good handle on it all, though. <laughs> I think you do. And, you know, there's one of our kids... I will say it's very interesting listening to him speak about, you can tell a lot of that exists internally, but his want for um, material objects or material things and possessions is, it's like he doesn't care about that. Okay. So I'm just saying it's like, but I think in the relational space, very much jealous. Am I using the right term there? Well, you could even do envy in the relational too. I don't think we want to get too caught up in that because- Okay. So Brene Brown has talked a lot about this, and she talks about how I might be getting a lot of this wrong, so I don't want to, like, pretend that I'm speaking totally authoritatively on this, but she talks about how, like, what also can result with envy is resentment. So she had always thought that resentment was in the family of anger, and she was told by somebody and then realized that it falls better under the family of envy. And what that looks like is, like, she said for her, I think it was even a little bit relationally too because what happens is people that struggle with envy in the Enneagram 4 it's about boundaries you have to be able to manage your boundaries because like for her she was you know I guess I could just use myself as an example I if I feel like I am constantly giving 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 in a relationship I'm the only one caring about everybody else's feelings and nobody's caring about mine that's not feeling reciprocated then I'm going to get envious over the fact that I wish I I wish I had that thing where you didn't care you know what I mean? Or I wish I had that thing where that person's just going to go and do their thing anyways and not consider how I feel. That makes me envious. That doesn't make me jealous. That makes me envious. That is a trait, a characteristic that I feel like I don't have that they have. So what happens with that is their resentment builds, right? So then that's, again, the, the sort of first line triage treatment there would be working on your boundary management. Like you are the one that has decided to care more than the other person cares. Like uh -huh. that reciprocity isn't there. So you got to work on your boundaries there. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. So that gives like, that's a relational situation that doesn't involve jealousy. It involves envy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like some of this I need to see in front of me on paper. Okay. I need to read it. I need to process it. I need to really uh, internalize it. So you don't think it. that you're a, um, do you think that you struggle with je jealousy or envy ever? Yeah. Because like, there's a, a lot of comparison going on when you're doing these, in, when you're in this world. So. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out which one is over. Where do you find yourself comparing maybe in areas that might lead you to what types of things you might be jealous or envious over? Oh, I think there's, I mean, in many different areas, but you just mentioned one about, you know, this person doesn't care as much or this person is, you know, um, fine saying no, doing whatever. And I find myself being like, why, why can't I do that? Okay. So there's definitely an element of. So that's where your resentment would build. So that would be envious and I would be envious of that ability, right? For them to have boundaries and yes that's that's envy yeah and then i would say if you take other situations you know i might look at something and i'm not i don't think i'm huge in like material things necessarily but i do look at some some people and it's like well, how do you have that like you've contributed nothing you've uh -huh. done nothing and you you know it and i guess it's a thing you know some people okay you've earned what you have and everything else and some people have you feel like they've maybe used and abused their position or their status or whatever else mm -hmm. to get what they want and mm -hmm. like that's not i guess either way that's not jealous or envious that's i guess so that's that's maybe a different thing there um 
Well, I'm even thinking so, like, was it last week when I asked you the questions about like, there is there relationships that I've had that have made you jealous? Um, and I, and then the, you had asked me about that and I said, well, I think I'd have to observe the relationship to see. And I think what I meant by that is like, do I feel like a person is trying to steal you from me? Then I'm going to, then I'm going to get possessive. You know what I'm saying? Like, do I, I feel like, yeah, you're not going to take what's mine or do you know what I'm saying? So if I see another person, maybe I get engaged in their jealousy too. Like if they're trying to be like, I'm jealous of this. I want this. I'm going to, I'm going to go and do some sneaky things to invade on this relationship. But I don't know that it has to be in the present moment. Like it doesn't have to be something that's actively happening now. I could look back and say your your description of certain aspects of a past relationship. I'm I think maybe you, envious of that or maybe Yeah, you think you'd have to figure out is that envy or is that jealousy yeah. in those things? Like, oh, I want that. That person had that. Yeah. They're not taking it now. Right. So, you know. Yeah, so I think that would be envious, right? I'd be envious of that. Yeah. I think if we had to pick one, yes. Okay. I don't know that we always <laughs> have to pick one. True. But true. Um, so yeah, it's it's my vice. So then it, I had it made me think like, oh well, Jim's an Enneagram nine. Um, what is what is the vice of the Enneagram nine? What do you think? It's uh, think think seven deadly sins. Ooh, um, can you name the seven deadly sins? Mm. There's gluttony, gluttony, there's... envy, lust, sloth. I don't know what else. I know that's where. Yeah. Okay. Um. Because I don't think it's I don't think it's one of those. Okay. Maybe it is, but I don't think so. You're you're smiling. I mean, I, if you think is. about it this way, I I have it right here, and I know I didn't. Okay, I got them. No, I, I have them. Pride, envy, anger, sloth, greed, gluttony, and lust. Uh, pride, envy, anger. Oh, well, it's anger, right? Didn't we determine that? N- not as the vice. Oh, not as the vice. Pride. No, it's sloth. It is. I was, was going to say sloth, let me, just, but it just says, to say but it, it says that advice. It's like laziness or sloth, but it doesn't necessarily refer to physical laziness. This, in this case, the laziness is type nine's tendency to fall asleep to their feelings, beliefs, opinions, and experiences. Oh, well, that's fitting. Yeah, I was actually going to put that out there as a joke, sloth, but I'm like, but that. I can understand in that context that uh-huh. makes more sense. Yeah. Shutting that part down, compartmentalizing it, and not thinking about it. Yeah. I'd rather just not have to formulate any sort of yeah. passion, right. opinion, Whatever. stance. You know, the one thing I struggle with as we think about this, because I do not express my feelings. And you're right. When you, you know we've talked about this, opinions for me, it's like there's certain things that I have opinions on, and certain things that I clearly. But relative to the population, you you're the low end. You're there's right. They're minimal. Yeah, I guess I guess that's. And I'm not saying nobody's saying you have no opinions, but you need to understand in relation to everybody else in the world, you're like <laughs> no opinion. <laughs> I I I I get that. So I was gonna say I kind of lost track of what I was gonna say there. Anyway, oh sorry, but that's okay. Um. So, so yeah, I but I I'm just wondering how much of that is like you say, relatively speaking. So maybe that's the answer right there is relatively speaking because otherwise I could say well I don't express them I might have them but I don't express them and I don't put that out there you know uh-huh. what they you, are I don't you let share them, them sleep you let them sleep so yeah I guess that yeah okay wake up Jim all right wake them up sloth is alive <laughs> um. This morning, you and I woke up and I was looked outside and I saw this magical wild world covered in fog, right? And I was like, oh, we got to go for a walk. Let's go out there. And so by the time we got up and around, it had lifted a little bit. So I was a little annoyed with you on that. But as we descended upon the lake, we saw 
great beauty line before us. Am I right? You are right. What else did we see? We watched an interaction between a guy walking his dog and yep. a guy either was a removing guy... or putting no, no, his boat. No, he was boat, putting his boat. And I think trying he was, to put his boat in the water. He was trying to, yeah, he was getting ready, pretty sure, to put his boat in the water. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he was taking it out. So but anyway. It was funny because, you know, I'm just trying to take pictures of the fog on the water. It's really pretty. Um, and... There's boaters out there. The scene was just, you couldn't put words to it. it yeah, there's some, there some fishermen, fisher people yeah. out on the lake in the <laughs> and fog. And you just kept commenting about, dude, just let the guy put his damn boat in the water. Leave him left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then that was funny because then I was like, yeah, like, what kind of person just like sits there and just goes on and on? It doesn't occur to them. The other person just, you know. Like first of all, what kind of person do you have to be just to be like, I want to go talk to this person. They want to talk to me. They have they yeah. want to know hear what I have to say. And then you just keep going and going. So then that just like spilled over into this like greater conversation about, yeah, what's driving each individual in that interaction. Uh-huh. Yeah, cuz whether the guy was putting his boat in or taking it out, he was in the middle of Something. a process in that. Yeah. And all I know is the other gentleman that had the dog that was walking. Seemed to be doing most of the talking. Seemed to be doing most of the talking. Oh, really? sorry. Oh, my God. Wow. You haven't figured that out yet. Okay. Anyway, um, was doing most of the talking. And, and clearly, at some point in his past, he had a boat. And he was asking this guy a question about his trailer. And the guy was like, well, yeah, I mean, you'd have to drill a hole to do that or something. I have no, it, I- it- no <laughs> idea what they were talking about. But the bottom line was... This is clearly a man that is in the middle of doing a task that he's trying to do and either get out on the water uh-huh. or get off the lake and go home. And the other guy, well, I'm no engineer, but I would think if you did. And it's like, that guy doesn't care. Maybe not. We don't know. We don't know. That we were just, that was part of the that's conversation what led to the greater conversation right. is like, what makes people yeah. be the way they are, do the things they do, say the things they say. And the the one guy that was walking his dog and, and sort of doing most of the talking appeared to be a, of retirement age. Yes. And so just thinking more about this guy potentially as like, what has he done in life? Like, what is his what is his drive? What is his purpose? What is his energy geared toward? Like, could we discern that or come to some sort of conclusion based on just that short interaction there? Uh-huh. And then like thinking about how like there are people in the world that would never strike up a conversation in that way. And there are people in the world that do it all the time. Uh-huh. What's the difference there? Is that related to their sort of like their life purpose, their meaning, yeah. their their energy, their gifts, their talents? And it was just, we kind of came up with this idea that like, there's a chance that this guy is meant to sort of strategize and carry forth plans and tasks mm-hmm. and sort of like you know he's a he's a he's a important cog in the wheel the machine of all of this does that make sense anything that i'm saying yeah his <laughs> then, his, his his way of solving things or understanding figuring out things is kind of boots on the ground group, doing it group collaboration yeah. like i'm just gonna of course you've got experiences i have experiences yeah. let's hey, put those hey, together let me run this by that. you this is what i'm thinking right now as yes. i'm watching you do this like let's exchange these ideas yes. and like see what comes from that yeah yeah. And and so you're the type of person. And so wait, well, hold oh, on. Go ahead. Okay. So ju- we were just sort of like, that's this like extroverted idea, like extroverted people, they are, you know, they're sort of, they, they sort of get that regulation or that um, their, their world is the outer world. So they are stimulated by the outer world. That's where the process begins. Like that's where their engines or cylinders are firing, whatever the terminology is. Whereas introverted people, it's all happening inside. And it's like, 
you don't that's why you know you don't seek the external as much because you're waiting for your intern insides to be regulated and in harmony before you go out there and even try to engage with the external world uh-huh um but go ahead what were you gonna say well on that note okay so i was gonna say you're very int- I, i'm in the middle I, you're more introverted than i am and so you're the type of person that would never go up in most cases out of your way and start up a conversation and get with somebody out of the the feeling that that person doesn't want to have that conversation with me because they don't know me and also like but, but I don't even think it's that far I think but I think what I'm saying here is if you just look at the en- essence of energies like uh-huh. if we're just like a ball of atoms like this guy he's like he's out there doing the things and and he's in the process with engaged with the external world seeking the ultimate maybe meaning and source of things okay Mm -hmm. and then the introverted person it's almost like they're like i'm in here thinking of all the ideas on my own i need to be left alone to do these things and i'm not saying that um introverts just should do that all the time no they need to go out and engage so they need to balance that out and vice versa Mm -hmm. but i just think that's where the default like desire is to be it's like i'm in here formulating ideas thinking of of how it should be i'm not necessarily thinking that i'm going to be at boots on the ground doing it and Mm -hmm. that we need both you know we need both of those yeah you've got enough work and thoughts and ideas and things floating around inside of yourself to like get to where you need to be for your role and that person on the outside needs that the extrovert needs that uh collaboration that communication that external yeah you know contact yeah to, to be formulate. able to formulate and go through and yeah. understand the same thing that you might spend that time yeah. internally figuring That's out. That's where sort of the preference is. However, you know, we this is what we're uh, this is what we were just sort of talking about this morning. Again, this can, you can relate this to the Myers Briggs. You can relate this to so many things. Like, but that's where you need to lean into the contrary so that you can actually sharpen. Right the areas right. that you actually excel in. So I need to lean into boots on the ground doing the things so that I can sharpen the mental capacities that I prefer and like vice versa. Mm-hmm. Well, and I wonder sometimes because of that. But you're not going to find me walking up to a stranger. What are you tell? I see right. what you're doing there. Tell me, let me run this by you, you know. Yeah. So that was, okay. <laughs> so that was part of my point was that you would never do that. Right. You I, would would do that selectively. Yeah. I would do it for a minute and be like, I asked you my question. Okay. Have a good day. Okay. See you later. Yeah. Like I wouldn't spend that time. And I told you, I said, some of the people that do that, because it's like, what are they unaware of? You know, do they not have self-awareness to be like, oh, that person's busy. They're doing something. Mm-hmm. And I told you, I said, I know people that are like that. And their feeling is if somebody came up to them and did that, they might chat for a minute and then they'd be like, hey, I'm busy. It was nice talking to you. Uh-huh. And that's it. And uh-huh. they have no problem saying, I'm done with this conversation. Yes. And so it, from that perspective, it's like they don't see anything wrong with that because yeah. it's like, well, you have to do is say, I, you know, hey, yeah. thanks for talking. And, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, someone like me. And, and that's why I avoid those interactions because I don't right. want to. I don't want to. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at boundaries. <laughs> right. Like I don't. 
Yeah. Like I might, I might intellectually understand, but they're phys- it's physically uncomfortable for yeah. me to See, and I could go deal up, with them when I have to. <laughs> yeah. And I could go up and I could ask that question and be like, okay, that's enough. But if somebody starts talking to me, I have a hard time stopping the conversation yeah, or ending do. up being like, I'm busy doing yeah. this. And you're like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, we're, we're trying to go, we're trying to leave. We're trying to do whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I know, but this person won't stop talking. You're like, tell me you gotta go. Like, it's not that hard, but it is that hard for, you it's know. It's hard for me in those situations to say, hey, I got to go, but I give lots of body language signals yeah. around annoyance, which I'm not saying is appropriate. But I think that's my strategy is like, yeah. I am making it very, very painfully aware that I don't want to be here. So mm-hmm. we wrap it up um, where you just keep acting as if you're fully enjoying and engaged yeah. in the conversation. I just start to get like, like a little antsy, but it's not. Yeah. I feel rude if I do something else, right. which is my own, my own thing. But I was yeah. going to say that's, there is a balance there because I know that I can, for me, you just talked about what my um, what's it called? My Enneagram? Yeah, but my my what the, laziness uh, lock. Yeah, the uh, what's it called? What's, vice. The vice. My vice. Okay. What my vice is, and I I understand that completely because I'm not completely extroverted where I will go and have that conversation and, and like necessarily solve out there. But I don't spend enough time going into I don't want to say solve, but ponder think you know something too so i can understand for me i'm in the middle i think and Uh so i need to go and like there's a there's a a part of it that i'm i'm missing is to really go inside and you know explore internally yeah ideas or concepts or feelings or beliefs whatever that is okay so say that again i don't know just i don't even know no i i that that was all me i totally like my caught an idea in my head and i was ran with it and i stopped listening to you yeah. say it again I, okay so i'm just <laughs> gonna, i'm just gonna put this out there i've been struggling with that for the last however many minutes we've been recording it i'll have a thought and then you're talking and then all of a sudden like shit i cannot remember what i was exactly putting together piecing okay. together well, were so. you listening to me though because i just totally wasn't even listening <laughs> to you <laughs> yes. so tell me what you said i just said for, i said for me i will go out a little bit and do that you know um i'm gonna call it group collaboration that's not the best but yeah let my extroverted uh-huh. senses you know come uh-huh. out and try to you know discuss externally yeah and i do recognize like i don't spend enough time always really going deep internally to mm-hmm. do that exploration and i know that i need to because i don't get all of my information from you know the outside world like i'm not that extroverted i'm not yeah. that person yeah i don't ask all the questions i don't do that i get yeah. a little bit of information I then it, i come back and it's like would it be fair to say it depends on the topic though for you yeah absolutely i mean right so well and i'm going to say this too i'm just going to throw this out there when we're talking about certain things the internet now has made it where you don't i don't have to go out and ask somebody those questions all the time you mm-hmm. can go online and mm-hmm. you can get your answers that way mm-hmm. i don't know i'm just i'm just throwing out there is a little bit of a, a not a challenge but a difference in some of that because in the past it was like well you'd have to go and talk to somebody and find the information and you you learn it kind of in a different setting okay you know That's... actually have one-on-one or actual external right i still my contact. observations of you though you have no problem walking up to anybody and talking to them about anything that doesn't have to do with personal stuff right like you can engage all day long about non-personal uh-huh. conversation but if it's personal I, I i see you avoiding that we've talked about that um so yeah um unrelated but related so i was thinking about that because yeah so that's kind of what has because i started a new ritual was it 
two weeks ago? I've been 75% compliant, I think. I think it was or is two it a week ago. I know, I'm trying to, maybe a week ago. Week I think and a half a, ago? I think, a, I think uh, yeah, I think so. Actually, no, it was t- it was two weeks ago. Oh, Almost it? two okay. weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, so where I have decided to commit, because again, my, working with my coach, like this idea, if an INFJ, like um, my inferior, um, inferior, what are they, what was, what's it called? Your, your, your function, 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 yeah. (laughs) My inferior function is sensing, right? Like doing the doing. The body, when you're looking at the body-mind connection, I need to connect with the body more. Um, Engaging, you know, with the art of the small, being, you know, the mindfulness stuff. So I committed to doing at least 10 to 15 minutes of yoga a day. And I enjoy the focus flow yoga because it's, you're focused on one area of your body and you're just there and it feels it feels very efficacious. It doesn't feel like I'm just going through these yeah. motions. So I've committed to that and then also reflecting on one to two of the yoga sutras. I kind of, I read them, I journal, I know I, I sort of take notes on the, the theme of the sutra, or the basic, the um, core message there and then kind of reflect how that might like pertain to like what resonates with me there and like how I can sort of like do something with that. So that's been, I really, I, I, I think that that's been pretty cool. Does that, <laughs> that's all I want to say it's about pretty cool. that. It's pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> I've been, in, I've been enjoying that. I was thinking about that because you just said something earlier and it sparked that for me and I'm having a hard time linking it. So that's why I'm like at a little bit of a loss for words and like all over the place. But you've committed to a routine, though, that you've said on the daily you're going to do this. And like you said, for the most part, there's been a few days where life's gotten in the way. But yeah. for the most part, it's not a huge commitment. So it's yeah, it feels very obtainable. it feels very obtainable. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> have you found I guess what have you what have you have you felt different? Have you felt um, like that, that you're getting something out of that? Yes. Yeah, definitely. What 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 is that? I mean, what do you mean? Point. Like, what are you, how are you feeling different about yourself or different about the world, the external world, or, you know, what we're talking about here? Has has anything, like, clicked in doing that that has made you feel differently or have a different perspective? A or little shifted bit. Your... A little bit. Um, because, well, I mean, a little bit and a lot, but uh, um, I wish I had my notes. I can't retain information anymore for any <laughs> long amounts of time. You're not alone in that. But um, I was just even thinking about, I think it was the first sutra, and... Um, you know, it breaks down the Sanskrit and the origin of the words, and then it and then it you know goes into greater detail. But I think it was the first sutra, and it literally was talking about this idea of like I think <laughs> this is how I'm going to summarize it, anyways. That you just got to do the thing. <laughs> you just got to do the thing. So just thinking about that same week, I had my annual physical a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it's I'm just at this age where like I just like every year, and because my labs are never normal anymore, every year I just like I get just, like overtaken with anxiety around it, and I just can't reason my way out of it. It's just like I'm to the point where I'm just like you just have to like deal with the intense fear until it's done, <laughs> you know. And and this idea that like. You just have to get comfortable with the fear. You just have to just maybe get comfortable with it. So that was like this complete surrender and acceptance. I just remember like the, the same day I started this, I was awaiting my lab results. And it just had this shift when I read it where I was like, oh, I actually like embraced the fear in a way that was new. 
I mean, I've embraced fear before, but this was like... Did it help lessen the fear? And it did. What happened is it lifted a bit, but it also was very much an acceptance of it. It was like this idea of like, this is actually... I don't want to even put these words to it, but it was almost like, this is fun. <laughs> this is your <laughs> challenge. You're here. It's here. It's right now. Like, this is it. You're in it. Like, this is this is great. This is awesome. Like, there was gratitude that came with that. And then certainly, yes, it lifted a bit. And then... It didn't wait that long because then I got my lab results and they're not normal, but they're not worse. So I was just like, okay. Yeah, they <laughs> slight, slight improvement for whatever that means. And mm, not really, they're the same. Yeah. So, but so yeah, that definitely played into that. Um, there's been others. I w- like I said, I wish I had my notes, but you know, sci- the yoga yoga psychology really does capture all that any of us ever really need to know if you really break it down. All the things go back to yoga psychology. So all the religions, all the psychologies, all the, it's all there in just simple form. (laughs) If you want to simplify your life, just refer to the yoga sutras. That's the way I see it. Okay. Okay. Well, I, you know, I think that's something you and I have talked a lot about. I know we've talked about it a little bit here too, but like in a lot of ways, all we're doing is saying the same things in different ways languages in different forms and different whatever but Mm -hmm. it does all go back to some very basic principles and concepts and thoughts and ideas yeah i'm realizing that you can learn the origins of all things through an infinite amount of paths but biology is teaching you the same thing that perhaps your guitar is that if you're listening if you're opening up your senses it's all revealing the same thing which when i sort of had that realization maybe the rest of us rest of you all have had that realization but i just had it a few months ago and it like kind of blew my fucking mind. And it was like, oh, it was so like, I don't know what I want to say about that. But it was just so like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, I don't, this is, this is beautiful. I can turn to so many things and the one truth is revealed mm-hmm. to you no matter where you turn. There's this one common through line of truth. I think when it comes to that, it's like everything we need to Did learn. Did you realize that? Or maybe you don't even understand what I'm saying right now. No, I understand what you're saying. I just and, said but it, no, the rest of the world maybe had realized no, it. No, I know. They, I guarantee you're not one not of, You're not feeling that way? No, I'm saying I, I guarantee the rest of the world doesn't I'm know that. I'm asking you, though. Did you or did, do no. you have this understanding that like I can learn probably the origin of all things through guitar lessons or I can learn it through of course a chemistry class? No. They're all saying the same thing. No, and I, I'm going to maybe rephrase it a little bit differently and you can agree or disagree with me, but you know, there's knowledge in the world about specific concepts and ideas and thoughts and then there's knowledge about ourselves mm-hmm. and i think it when you you want to talk about the the knowledge about ourselves the self-discovery that's where each thing can teach us the same thing mm, say more about that what do you mean well i just mean you're right you could like when you say well they're teaching us the same things whether it's a guitar lesson or biology like as far as self-exploration goes as far as getting to know ourselves mm-hmm. i think that that holds true Obviously, it's. Mm-hmm. I don't. I. I think I know what you're saying, but I'm not sure that last part. And you said, as far as getting to know ourselves, that holds true. What do you mean by that? Well, I think if you want, I mean, the universe is vast, and the amount of knowledge that people hold in different areas of their expertise, their, yeah. their like that information. You're talking about a very specific thing as far as getting to know the origins of the universe, like all of those things. Which is you, which is also you. That's what I'm saying. I'm just rephrasing. As above, so below. I'm just rephrasing that to say like, yes, you're talking about something very specific when it comes to that. You're not saying, well, if you take a guitar lesson, you'll know everything you need to know about everything. It's like, no, you're saying that- (laughs) And you will. (laughs) And and you will. The important- If you're listening and hearing and seeing 
and tasting and smelling. Did I miss any other sense? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but for real, I know that sounds maybe off the wall, but it's actually not. No, but we, I mean, you and I have talked about that. We can go in the parlor and listen to music mm -hmm. for an hour or two and just mm -hmm. sit there and get lost in the music and just, you know, there's a sense of... Well, and the music that you listen to is, the music that you prefer is often a reflection of your own energy, mm -hmm. your own sort of soul. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess there's what I'm saying is you get to a sense of um, understanding within yourself, a, a relaxed state of your nervous system is regulated. You are feeling this, you're having a reaction to this and it's, uh -huh. it's through your whole body. Mm -hmm. Right. And I could say that I could have that same experience by going for a run or going for a hike in nature or, you know, doing all of these different things that, you know, it could be going to a city and listening, you know, the, the, the noises and the, um, you know, the energy that's put out. Okay. So I'm just saying that like, we all can get that in different ways, but the end result in a lot of, depending on what your thing is and what you might. But you know, you. this idea of like pe when people say we are all one, like the mm -hmm. universe is all mm -hmm. one. Like I get that now. I get what they're saying there. Intellectually, right. I get it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm starting to experience it too. Like this idea of like, that's what I mean by like, this chemistry course is teaching the same thing that this guitar lesson is teaching mm -hmm. you. Like it's all, it's all one thing. Mm -hmm. It's all the same rules apply. All the same laws are present there of, in nature. That's all universally there. Mm -hmm. That's, I had like the best conversation with my dad last weekend. It was so lovely because, you know, I never realized that we had the same, and maybe he doesn't realize this, but I realized it last week that, you know, he's so interested in the sciences. He loves earth sciences and, and he's interested in the cosmology and, and, um, cosmology. Yes. Not, 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 not cosmic. Not to be confused with astrology <laughs> okay. um, and ast astronomy and physics. And he's just always had, in math, he's just always just had this brilliant mind and this like insatiable interest in these things. And like, I've never understood it, but I'm having this conversation with, because I've, I've had an equal and almost parallel interest, but more in the soft sciences, you know, but obviously having this realization that there's no difference between the two. And having some more in-depth conversations with him about some really abstract concepts, it was like really cool and really fascinating because it's like, wow. Well, that's a perfect example wow. of what you were talking about because <laughs> he was speaking to you from a, you know, earth sciences, you know, kind of hard sciences. Well, and you guys were... Physics, actually. But... Okay. But you guys were saying the same things and connecting on the yes. same things. And you were coming yes. at it from a totally different approach. Yes. You know, and, and yeah. And so, I, you know, I was explaining some things to him that I like concepts that I was thinking about. And he was like, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, there was there was some things where he's just like, mm, I don't know about that because, you know, but <laughs> but it was interesting because there was a real exchange of ideas there and understanding, mm -hmm. at least for me, for the first time, maybe in a while, like. I haven't had that level of conversation with him where it's just like, yeah, yeah, and this and that. I feel like my dad and I have a tendency to do that. Christopher and I will have that same kind of energy of conversation. And that probably hasn't happened, I don't know, since I was like 20 because we used to spend a lot of time in the car together just talking about things and life and the world. So, But this was at a different level where I thought these things were unrelated and they were completely related and we were able to like exchange them in a way where it felt, felt like there was 
a mutual mm-hmm. understanding. Maybe I'm wrong on his end, but it felt like <laughs> it. <laughs> you were feeling like you guys were talking kind of a, as equals on these. We were understanding, each, understanding other each other in these and, very abstract yeah. concepts. Yes. Yeah. So it was really pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, I don't know how we got off on that tangent, but what else? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that is, you know, you are such a student of exploring human behavior. But I think it's pretty, it's fascinating, like that conversation we had this morning, something that in my head I would have thought about, but I'm like, I mean, I don't know. You just don't think like other people aren't thinking the same things. And you, when we started talking about that, that exchange that happened between those two people, you went on this kind of whole deeper, different path with it. Then I'm like, I never considered that side. Yeah, but you were hanging with me. But we were going back and forth. Well, because for a while. It, because it was I was having <laughs> the same thoughts, but just not not um, putting them in that same framework or context. Not not exploring it in that way. I was exploring it more in the you know this is the exchange and why. I really like to whittle know. things down to like the core yeah. essence. Yeah, you go deep. <laughs> or I don't know if it's just maybe simplify. Maybe it's the opposite of deep. I don't know. Maybe I did, you sorry you just said that and I'm like that's interesting because <laughs> you go so deep. And you go so wide, ultimately, to bring it back and simplify yeah. into something. Duh, where have you been? Hello? I know, I'm just saying, but it's like, I'm like, I just want to get from point A to point B. <laughs> let's let's just go to simplify it. Let's just, you know, and you're like, well, before we do that, we've got to really look at all of these different pieces that are, you know, intertwined here and interconnected. I'm a big picture kind of girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you stop along the way and you look at each one of those pieces why like that's probably why somebody like me for probably wouldn't be good at research because i'd be like oh well if this then this and Mm -hmm. i don't want to spend the time in between i'll analyze some data i'll look at it but it's hard i think maybe i'm not as objective i think of that of this idea of like this ability to see the forest through the trees Uh uh-huh like I feel like it's hard that what you described there is that it's more difficult for in that for you to see the forest through the trees. You're focused fixated on each tree, maybe, in its immediate environment instead of the big picture. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know that it's I don't know that it's if it's that or it's just like I can see the path from here to there. Mm -hmm. And so let's just take that path. Where you're more yeah, but we're going to learn something. We're going to miss something maybe if we don't take this path over here. And then we get over here and it's like, okay, this was kind of cool. And But I think if we go that way and check that out. And I think that's the difference between you and me. And then ultimately you're going to get to the end, but you're going to have all of this other information that you've pulled together mm-hmm. when you get there. And I'm like, nope, I can see the end. So let's just... Well, I think, again, know. it depends on the space that we're in because of course. if it's relational, it might be different, but... You know, either way. And that's what I'm, that's, you know what that's what I'm talking about here. Because when it comes to outside of relational, yeah. I think it's the opposite in a lot of ways. So, Okay. So do you know that I learned recently, and again, maybe the rest of the world knew this, um, joy and fear operate on the same, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The same chemicals are released in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so people that struggle with fear, anxiety, they can sometimes trick their mind into, no, I'm just really excited about this as they work to rewire rewire their brain and respond differently in anxiety-provoking situations. Um, Excuse me. But yeah, it was just, so I just think we're anything that we sort of are like, I don't want to go in there. I don't know what it looks like. We need to flip to like, wow, I can't wait to get in there and see what it looks like. I can't wait to turn Mm -hmm. over every stone. So whether it's a relational situation or a real world situation, material world situation, like flipping that script to like noticing when you're seizing and maybe recoiling 
Yeah. And looking at that as this opportunity, like that you're called to actually explore. It's an interesting way to phrase it, what you just said, because I've always looked at it up, I guess, up until this point as like, well, it's where I don't want to go, which means I need to go there. Yeah. But you just kind of phrased it in a way. It's like, no, I want to go there. I need, I, I want to go yeah, check that out. Fun. I want, this is fun. And I'm like, I've never <laughs> had that experience. Like, but a gra- there, that, there's gratitude. A that, again, that's, that's, that's literally gratitude right there. Uh-huh. That's like, I'm called to do this. There's going to be great growth with this. Like, there's going to be a lot of positive things that come from this. Mm-hmm. Very scary, painful experience. <laughs> How do we expand through our suffering? You know, like, I don't, I think people, People don't like that word gratitude. It feels maybe forced. It maybe feels dismissive of the real fear or pain behind these experiences. So yesterday I was just talking to somebody actually. And I was like, let's look, let's reframe it to like expansion. Like how do we expand in the face of suffering? Like what's the opportunity there? I don't know. That's felt better to me. That sounded a little more like desirable well, to see terminology. It a, to see it as an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that's a huge shift. And maybe it's not excitement about it. But, well, this is an opportunity. I can get behind that. Okay, so you like the word opportunity. I don't like the word opportunity. I can't get behind the word yeah. opportunity. I can get behind the word expansive. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of words I use that you I know. You use the word that, like, I'm not really mad. I'm just irritated. I'm like, I can't get behind that word. <laughs> irritated is my baseline, bro. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, I think there's probably almost every interaction and everything we have the 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 word I use um, for that thing, uh-huh. you're like, no, that doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for me. <laughs> and when you say things, it's like, yeah, I feel very much the same way. Like, what do they feel like for you? Because to me, yours feel a little too boring, or it's like, yeah, it's like, but I've already, I've actually, if I'm not there, that's like, I'm beyond that. So why would I, you know, like irritated? What do you mean? I would love to be just be irritated right now. Like, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Don't have a lot of sympathy or empathy coming from me in that situation. But for real, so then what does it feel like for you then when you hear my words? What does it elicit? You know, it feels like it's your words are more, they feel more black and white to me. Black and white? Like like dramatic or intense? Yes, I was going to say dramatic is the word that I would use. Or maybe it's intense to both of those. But I was going to say dramatic. I was going to say it's more black and white. It seems like a more dramatic. I'm like, I, you know, when I say irritated, it's like... I'll tell you if I'm mad because I feel like that's a different level. Well, and I, you're not really. You probably won't. Okay. But. Well, anyway, maybe I will. Maybe I <laughs> Fact won't. Fact check. Maybe I won't. But, you know, it's like, well, if I say I'm mad, there must be a whole lot of feelings behind that. And, like, I guess when I when I use, like, a word like irritated, it's like I'm just trying to let you know this one thing has me, like, if we just, like – agree to disagree or we look at this one thing and we're like okay you've got your opinion on this i have my opinion like i the irritation will go away that's enough for it if i'm mad that's a deeper conversation that's a deeper level of it's a more intense Mm -hmm. a more dramatic Mm -hmm. feeling about something Uh uh-huh which i understand exactly what you're saying because from your standpoint and looking at me and my sloth behavior it's like no you got to step up the intensity here you got to like show up and you got to actually like feel yeah. You can't just be this like, oh, you're mildly irritated. Okay, you're a little bit worried. You you know, it's like But I also think we have to have realistic realistic expectations around this now too. Like that's my energy. I my energy is maybe operating at I don't know if I'm going to use the right scientific language here, but it's um it's maybe doing a a uh what what where did I Oh shoot, that book I was reading was describing that. 
higher frequency energy they noticed was moving at a figure eight shape Mm -hmm. and the lower frequency energy was just in an oval yep and it was closer to the ground and the higher frequency was you know moved away from the ground and doing some lots of different dancing around and so to have i I think that if i'm truly if my energy is at a higher frequency than yours you're going to see it in every way obviously the words that i use the way that i carry myself the ideas that i have what what brings me joy what brings me fear you're going to see that play out in every single way and it would be unrealistic to expect me to be down where your Mm -hmm. energy is at i think it's very realistic to get me to manage my own energy in a way that allows it to flow as it's supposed to flow so that there's not kinks in the system. It's not that you're not going to see any um, what's the, glitches, right, uh-huh. <laughs> as, it's, as it's going through its pattern that it needs to go through. And for you, the same thing, right? Like, right. I can't expect you to twist into a figure eight. You're not, you're not meant to. It's not going to happen. You're going to glitch if you do. Yeah. If I can go crazy and I'm going <laughs> to glitch and I'm going to, yeah, not accomplish anything uh-huh. that you're hoping to get out of that. Same thing for you. My expectation, it's like, well, yeah, you're not, if you come down there, you're not going to be functioning as yourself or in a way that is almost recognizable. It's going to be like, this isn't the person that right. you, you lose all your passion, all your fire, all your right. everything that I, I love. But I wonder, for. like, no, let's just take this, let's just take this to different places here to speak you know, our armchair here. Um, maybe you could speed up your circle, like, right? Like mm-hmm. your circular motion, you could speed it so it's more swift and alert, less slothy. And like for mine, I can sort of slow it down so that it's it's smooth. It's a little more controlled. And precise. Yes, it's more precise. Like... <laughs> it's more <laughs> Tasmanian devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I think that's a, that's 100% achievable, I believe. And I think that's where the balance is. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, we're never going to get to the same place. And that's just who, it's not who we are. It's not who anybody, you're not going to, I don't think, get somebody to elevate or change or be this different energy force. But you can channel it differently. You can, you know, like you said, you can maybe have it be a little bit more controlled or you can, okay, be a little bit more alert. You can speed it up a little bit so mm-hmm. that we are at least able to communicate with each other and it doesn't feel like you're going 180 miles an hour and mm-hmm. I'm going Well, I don't miles even think it's necessarily and... at this point for the relationship, although that's beneficial, but for your own personal transformation. Right, exactly. For your own expansion. Own expansion. The opportunity <laughs> for growth. Yeah. Opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right about that, and I like that uh, explanation. Um, maybe not explanation, but that visualization of that because I think that's 100 percent true. That is where we're at, and I look at you sometimes in the energy, and I'm like, I can't go there. That that's intimidating to me. That's scary to me. Mm-hmm. But it's not even scary to me that you're there. It's scary to me the thought of the expectation that I get there. Uh huh. If that makes sense. Uh huh. Because it's like I'm okay. With you operating the way you operate, mostly. I mean, <laughs> not, you know. But that is scary to think that, oh, you want me to be in that that same, operate that same space and that, you know, same energy level, that same frequency, that same everything. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I get there, you know. And mm-hmm. I think that that's just a natural, we're just, we're all different. Mm-hmm. Like snowflakes. Mm-hmm. Every snowflake is different. Yeah. Every snowflake is Every different. snowflake is okay. unique, they say. They say. So so they say. <laughs> so they say. So, okay. Um, what else? Anything else there? I don't know. I mean, I don't... <laughs> what else has been going on this week? We have not slept in it's been a, our It's been a long-ass week. In over a week, 
you think we're going to be able to sleep in our bed tonight. We definitely can. I don't want to sleep in our bed tonight. Okay, so we had a, well, it appears to be a small bee infestation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a bee. It's like a wasp, a wasp situation, through, which you are anaphylactically allergic yes, to. Yes, through a windowsill, and they got in from underneath it. Mm-hmm. The guy came, treated it, and said it would take a couple days. It's been five days now. And What's annoying to me is that, first of all, I had this almost exact dream like two weeks ago, which is frightening. But we woke up last Monday morning, Labor Day, right? And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, there's Labor Day. a bee. Yep. I call it a bee because it looks like a bee, but it's definitely, you know, yeah, it's they're actually hornet wasp, wa- I've learned. A, yeah. But um, yeah, so I'm like, oh my God, so I kill it. Yeah. And then there's another they're, one. They're the angry ones that sting for no reason. Yeah. That's what they are. And then there was another one. And so yeah. I was like, oh shit, I killed it. And I said, Jim, I know exactly what this means. The last time this happened, uh-huh. there was a nest in our walls and now they're in our bedroom and this is terrifying. We need to call that bee guy. We need to figure it out. And you were a little hesitant. And then I said, it must be coming through. Go outside, go outside the window and see if you can see a nest. You know, and you're like, I don't think so. I don't think so. I said, this is, this is what's happening. I know this is what's happening bingo i was right that you was amazing right. usually i'm not right about this stuff i led that cause and i was right yeah, yeah so i opened up the other window and i looked outside and i was like oh shit yeah they're going in and out like nonstop. so yeah. so we couldn't get hold of the guy and last time he did this whole vacuum situation because we had this happen on the lower level this is obviously the second level and he just had this shot vac where he just sucks them out for like a week and then which basically and then stars he closes them out up, internally yeah, yeah and then he closes up the nest and so they just it just dies on its own but this time he's like the roof's at an angle i can't do that so he just put some the powder stuff in there and we don't really know and he said it would take a couple days and i don't trust it because it's our bedroom and it's very scary to me to think that we could wake up to bee stings you that you could wake up with an with an allergic reaction to bee stings then it wouldn't go so i actually know somebody who lost their spouse to an overnight bee sting and it happened like when i was in my early 20s and i've forgotten it and i don't want it to happen to us it's not going to be our story. I know. And the guy did his whole thing. He brought in his infrared camera, looked at the walls. There was no like hot spots. So I taped up. Before he got in, though, before he came, I took some tape and I taped mm-hmm. every crack on our floor. Yep. I taped up around the windowsill, any th- places they could have been getting through. We don't yeah. know where they were coming through. They stopped coming through at that point. Yes. So I don't know if they stopped coming through because I've taped everything up or because the nest is no more. I know. And I have not gone out on the roof to look to see if they're coming in and out. Mm-hmm. I have I have looked out the window and I have not seen any. So I'm pretty confident. We had a lot but, of rainy days, though. Right. And he did say if it rains, they won't come out, mm-hmm. which means if they don't come out, they don't get the powder on mm-hmm. them, which they, they don't take back to the nest and they don't kill. I know that that know. powder is like, very effective. I know, but I feel like we but, need another treatment. Yeah. In addition to that... So we've been sleeping on the couch every night. Yeah. And now that windowsill, I had done some temporary patchwork on it at one point in time because I don't know if it's... Oh, you did? Rain from the roof or whatever. I um, didn't know that. Are you sure about that? Are we making this up? No. Yeah. You because did patchwork it, on that windowsill. Yeah. It's partially rotted outside. I know. But when did you do patchwork on um, it? And what did that patchwork involve? I put some wood like hardener on it so that the wood would supposedly not rot anymore. And then I did a filler. Yeah, you can look at it and see it. All right, I'll, I would like some pictures. Okay, it's white. It's white on the end <laughs> because it's the filler. I never painted it or anything like that, but okay. it didn't adhere. And I knew it was going to be kind of temporary. I'm like, we're going to have to figure it out eventually. 
But here we are now, and it's like, okay, they kind of went in and burrowed from underneath it, and that area is a little bit rotted, so there probably is a hollower area where they were able to get in. So we need to replace that windowsill now on top of this, which I was just prolonging having to do that. Yeah. So. But you still haven't followed up on calling people. I know. I've called two places and didn't get a call back and haven't called anybody else. I need to do that. Yeah, you do. I know. I know. And it's so stupid because I'm just being that we have an old historic house, like, and it's an original window. I want to make sure whoever comes out knows what they're doing to be able to replace it properly. Yeah. Because I did find, actually, I was at the gas station and saw a truck of this construction company. And I was like, oh. So I looked up their site. And I'm like, mm, yeah, no, not. Okay. Saw their work. I'm like, I don't think this is a project for them. Okay. But the other people that are reputable that do this bigger type work, but do this type of work, um, like the one I called and they're like, they're not even accepting new work right now. They're like, you can leave us a message and when our schedule clears up, maybe we'll call you back. Mm-hmm. But right now we're not taking new work on. That's how backed up they are. Ugh. So we're going to have to, like you said, we'll find somebody. Now I've got a plan. I did. Did I say that? I didn't say that. <laughs> that we'll find somebody? Yeah. yeah oh, did, did I say that? You're like, well, you told me just find somebody. Yeah. So <laughs> we will find somebody. I just, again, I want it done right. I want to make sure that when they do it, they don't destroy anything else or, you know, they know mm-hmm. what they're doing because it is something that is, mm-hmm. you know, it's part of the window. So you're less worried about it than I am. And that's the story of our life. And it actually impacts you. So that's so interesting. Well, the, the B, the B side of it is I, we just need to replace the windowsill because it's got a corner. No, but you're totally okay with like returning to the bedroom. Like you were fine coming back after two days and I'm like, fuck that. We're not doing that. Like, and I'm just like, are we ever doing that is where I'm at right now. (laughs) We are coming back. So it's, and it's you. (laughs) I know. That's the story of our lives. Like I have to protect you and you don't even care about you. I do. I love you. I love that you do that. (laughs) Good thing we got a big couch. Yeah, I actually, I really think it's been really cozy down there. Yeah. I like it. It's different. It's like you're I'm a, sleeping in a fort every night. You're a little smaller than me. <laughs> I like I like it temporarily, but it's been a few nights now. And I could lay the other way because it's a sectional and I'd have plenty of room. But I like to lay next to you. And so therefore, I'm we're sharing a, you know, a section. Yeah. That we don't have to do. But I just, that's the way I like to sleep. Well, of course. You know, but mm-hmm. now we've got a slight plumbing issue. Add that to the mix. I don't want to do any of it. I don't want to. I just don't want to. I know. I thought about, should I just call a plumber and have the plumber come out? And just because there's another valve downstairs that looks like it's a little bit corroded and just be like, just. Yes, you should. Take the day oh. off work tomorrow. Get it done. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I got the stuff at Home Depot today, but I'm like, I don't, I don't like messing with that stuff. I just don't like messing with it. Yeah. So I was thinking I might do that, but. It's expensive. Yeah. Anyway, that's another, you know, that's one of those things too. It's like, I'm capable of doing this. Mm -hmm. I've done this similar type of thing before. I'm sure it's fine. The problem I have with this one right now, and this will convince you anyway, maybe that's all I'm doing is convincing myself of it, is that where it's literally two valves that are, one is leaking and the other one won't shut off and they're both in a row that go to a sink. And it's the dumbest thing. But then the next shutoff back from that would be shutting off all the hot water to the whole house because both of these are bad. So if I do it and it goes poorly, Mm -hmm. we don't have hot water in the whole house. Yeah. 
And that's the part that worries me. Then we got to call a plumber in mm-hmm. and deal with all that. And I'm like, I just, it's like, okay, a few hundred bucks, just mm-hmm. get it done. So I think that that's a really good idea. Yeah. Anyway. But you better make that decision now because I don't want to be put on a waiting list with a plumber. No. You're acting as if they're going to be available right away. And I'm not confident think, that they are. I think so. for the most part, they're pretty good. But anyway, I'll call them in the morning and we'll see if we can get somebody out here in the next day or two. Fortunately, we have two kitchen sinks. So this isn't killing us right now it's just leaking and i can't shut it off right that's the problem right right <laughs> right right so, anyway um we have we have kind of a we have an exciting event this week we do so last week Speaking we had last music. week we had nick's birthday uh-huh. and we celebrated that on thursday yeah and that was nice uh-huh. and it's like and then we had football on which Friday we're gonna do a podcast with me and the kids that are all special with the um yeah you've talked about synesthesia this. no i haven't talked about oh this. i thought you did okay you i love how i really have co- we have them. real life conversations you're like no we talked about that here i'm like no we didn't <laughs> we did not <laughs> talk about that on here okay but anyways we're gonna we're trying to coordinate that yes. so that's exciting to come woohoo yeah so maybe the next episode <laughs> or at some point here in the, in the near future you'll have that yeah um but yeah no we had birthday celebration thursday football game friday cross country meet saturday mm-hmm. and yeah this we're in full swing now we are in, yeah we're full swing cross country meet tuesday yeah 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 and <laughs> thursday night we are we're celebrating our one day short but we're celebrating our 10th year of our first date mm-hmm. since we have knowing September one another 15th mm-hmm. of knowing one another actually <laughs> in person meeting one another yes there you go <laughs> So we've been talking about this and toying with, should we go to this concert? Should we not go to this concert? Just say the concert. Have you said yeah, it? It's Hosier. Hosier. I don't think you said it. I didn't say it. I know okay. I didn't say it. Um, so we finally just decided yesterday, we're like, you know what? We're going to do the it. The prices have gone down a lot. Yeah. Well, and that's the that's the beauty of it. Like with Lumineers, we're like, we got to get tickets right away because we want to make, and we get the VIP tickets. So it's fantastic. It's, you won't get those. Once you, mm-hmm. once that window closes, those are gone. You cannot, you can't transfer. You can't buy those. They're mm-hmm. in your name. That's it. Mm-hmm. But for some of these other concerts, like we missed Florence in the Machine, we talked about that, and I, I totally am bummed about that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Hosier, we've been talking about, would be so great to see. And then yeah. we're like, I don't know, should we do this? So yeah, we're doing we, it. We watched ticket prices came down, and we're we're doing it this Thursday night. So it's exciting. I am excited about that. Yeah. When you mentioned that today, I was like, oh yeah, that's this week. Yeah, big deal. Big deal. It's exciting. Because we're going to be, we're going to hopefully be up close. We'll see. We're in the pit. Early. And it's a, a little bit of a smaller venue. So it should be, yeah, I think we're, I mean, we're going to be. I'm very much looking to him, looking forward to his concert. I don't know why I never considered going to see him live previously because he, I, he has so many songs that are like so good. They're so good. Talk about somebody that loves like rip through your soul music. That's my guy. And that's, you know, it's <laughs> funny because that's one thing that I'm looking forward to as well as I don't know like his stage presence. I don't know what kind of band he's got because on the albums, there's clearly a lot going on. There's a lot of power and energy and movement. Like yeah, in the songs, that's like you a said, good point. because I'm, I'm thinking it might be more, not more like, but this is probably not a good comparison, but like a Dave Matthews where you've got some horns, maybe you've got, mm. you know, obviously the guitar, you're going to have some, he's going to not like Dave Matthews, but he's some backup singers and stuff. I think like, uh-huh. I think cause his songs are big. They're uh-huh. all very uh-huh. big, powerful songs. So yeah. Yeah, so yeah I'm very excited for that. Me too. Me too. Yay. So what about you? What else is going on in your life? I don't think very much. I mean, there's always a lot. Not much to talk about, really. Yeah. Right now. 
Yeah, I started. Been, I feel like my mood was down last week. It was just it an was. observation. <laughs> That's an observation. It was Buzzkill USA. Um. <laughs> you, you, I think my mood was down. You know your mood was down. I don't know if it was all last week. I just no, it wasn't all last week. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm making a point to be more observant of any sort of patterns there, and also to be like to notice when I'm feeling down about something and sort of getting to the origins of it. And I think that I did, and that was pretty cool. <laughs> um. Not so, to, you know, minimize any of it, but you, it was just pretty cool. You say that. And I started listening to a podcast last week, and I don't remember what the name of it is, and I'm not going to look it up now. Um, but I went back after some conversations that you and I had and started looking up some attachment style uh, differences between us with okay. your anxious attachment and my avoidant attachment style and how those work together and, you know, recognizing behaviors and patterns and stuff like that. Okay. And I have, I've been working really hard on, you know, we just talked about this whole energy thing about, you know, you have this higher frequency, maybe this figure eight thing, I'm working slower, like not getting, I don't want to say suck. And, and really quickly, I do want to say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not authoritatively stating that you have an oval energy oh, I and I have a figure eight. It I'm was using that as an example. Yeah, of I was using it. Yes. Totally. Yeah. No, I understand that. Analogy. Yeah. That. Yeah. And I liked it because I think it makes perfect sense. But I've been trying to, because of that, I feel this pressure to, you know, do, I got to, I got to not only speed up, but I got to like do this whole thing. And I don't want to say get sucked into your, um, where you're at, but I start getting like anxious about that you know we're at different frequencies and i think i've done a better job at being like you're at your frequency i'm at my frequency i can still communicate with you and comfort you and validate you and have you know a conversation with you without feeling like it's overwhelming i can i can meet you but at the same time you like, can is that what you've been practicing that's what i've been practicing mm, hasn't okay. necessarily gone all that well <laughs> But because it's always been hard for me is like, oh, there's this expectation and I have to be this thing and I have uh -huh. to do all this. And it's like, no, I don't have to. I just need to be like, okay, you're, you're in this place right now and that's okay. I don't, I don't have to be in that place, but I can, I can respond to that. Yeah. And so, yeah, part of this attachment thing, and I told you, I'm like, it's not, this is a fairly basic podcast and, but it's been good because it's just, there's a lot of things that just are quick reminders of like oh yeah that's this is not complicated mm -hmm. and this is not you know that the difficult. podcast you're listening to was a basic podcast you mean yeah it's just oh, okay. it's not it's not the one about attachment it, yeah it's not super scientific i mean okay. she's got a psychologist on there and then the woman herself i don't know if she has any credentials or she's just a good talker but she talks uh -huh. a lot about just her own experiences her own relationships and you know oh i i notice i do that and i've done a lot of work in therapy mm -hmm. so she'll talk about it and the psychologist will talk to you know their friends so mm -hmm. it's like there's some back and forth and then she has somebody else on that's more of a holistic medicine you an Ayurvedic medicine mm. person on Ooh, like that's that. on the anxious Ooh, attachment like episode so I'll send you that one <laughs> yeah. and again for you I think you're gonna be like yeah this is pretty basic but I'm like just these reminders of oh yeah this is this is the place I operate from this is why I do the things I do and I, I those things are so helpful to check in on and to yeah. kind of go back to because some of the stuff that I feel like you listen to 
and you'll send to me and I'll listen to it. I'm like, this is great, but it's, I don't want to say it's not practical, but it's so much deeper. It's like understanding where it comes from and how it works and why, you know, why our bodies respond this way. But I'm like, sometimes we just need a quick little reminder about, I recognize this pattern. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this thing. That's I need to be need. aware of this. I need the you ideology actually need, and origin. You, you actually need some of this too. <laughs> be honest no, with I know. You. Yeah, this there, behavior, but, yeah. You know, even simple things, you know, mm-hmm. it's like when you catch yourself doing this, you know, whether it's breathing mm-hmm. or whether it's, you know, hey, mm-hmm. I need to communicate to you. Hey, you know, this is, there's just, there's so many little things that mm-hmm. just in the moment you forget to do. And I think mm-hmm. it's one of those things like just those reminders. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Reminders are always helpful. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things I say to you. You're like, but I already said that. I'm like, I know, but I need it repeated. I need it to sink <laughs> exactly. into my cells, please. I need to re-experience it over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, and it's like I said, all of this stuff, I'm like, I already know this. And it's not like I forgot, but I forget to practice it. Well, we forget too. It's funny because I, you know, I obviously, I, I am a therapist and I can do, I can, it's, you're such a better job as sort of being there for somebody else. And you can intellectually know the things about yourself and have the self-awareness, but there's always blind spots. And that's why I continue to, you know, receive my own therapy because it's like, you know, and she'll say these things. I'm like, yeah, I know. I literally teach people these concepts. Um, and, oh, my God, I need to constantly be reminded about where they're showing up in my own life and where. Because uh-huh. it, it's like I might think, oh, it shows up here and I know that. But I didn't realize it was uh, this thing was showing up in this spot, too, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and working on it there. And, like, even, like, you know, like I was just telling somebody the other day, and I said this to my own kid, too. It's like there's this, like, frustration around you know, the way things are and like this idea of like, I don't, why are people fake like this? And or why are we all buying into this? This is, and I don't want anything to do with it. But then also feeling like, and I still want this, the approval right. around this, right? Like, so like bra- highlighting that to them, like, but you already said that you're, don't, you can't drink that Kool-Aid, uh-huh. but you're also still seeking the approval of that right. system and you don't even like it. You see that it's flawed. So do you notice that you're doing that? And I feel like just yesterday you did such a beautiful job of that with me too, because I was like fixated on this thing and I was feeling it. It was coming up for me and you were like, but honey, you have to remember that like you're not even seeking that. Like you're you're seeking the approval of these people, but they're not even living the way that you want to live. So like why are you letting that get in the way? Like yeah. that's I don't remember how you worded it, but I'm like, this is exactly yeah, all, what I, this is of, exactly what I tell people, and I know it. But it's like you sometimes you right. just need to hear it. Your you need to hear it yourself. Not sometimes you also like yeah. it's so helpful to hear that reflected back to you in your own life. Like mm-hmm. we can know all we can know in our brains, but we also need to experience them too. Mm-hmm. For well, and it for doesn't ourselves. and it doesn't take away the pain necessarily, but it does. Right. Let, it does let you say, yeah, all of the things that drive you crazy about certain things that people do these people are exhibiting this to the extremes and you're like why aren't they responding to me the way i want to be like and it's like because they are the exact i don't want to say opposite thing but uh-huh are you looking out the window there's a fly i think i was making sure it wasn't a bee <laughs> oh okay i'm like what are you what are you doing um but it's like but you also but we also do have to live in that world and participate in that world right and so, so we, we have, have to be able to like balance and manage our own boundaries and our own feelings and our own like Which expectations is a constant journey like 
because I mean, I'm just like reading about the trees, the hidden life of trees, that they have this underground network where they are supporting each other constantly. And that the trees that stand alone, they're prone to disease. They have, they, their lives aren't as long. They don't grow as, you know, all the thing, mm-hmm. all of, all of the things that would be incongruent with life, like tend to surround them because they're not they need each other we need we all need each other we need to be in environments where we're supported and there's interconnectedness and so that's a concept that i am still continuing to grapple with because when you live in a world where you're not feeling that from the people around you that Mm -hmm. first of all that that elicits or that's just sort of like the starting point of a lot of reflection why but also you are (laughs) so where do you get those nutrients where do you get Mm -hmm. community from you know when it's not in your circle around you yeah um so yeah anyways yeah and i'll go back to that podcast again the one thing i like is because again this lady she's kind of just talking about her own relationships and her own you know her past and she's anxious obviously i'm avoidant and she talks about relationships she's been in with avoidant people but I like it because she's talking to the psychologist and she's talking about she's in a relationship now with some guy. And she's like, you know, yeah, I found myself like I said this. And he's like, yeah, I'm busy. I can't, you know, I can't meet you today at lunch. Um, and she was like, you know, and I wanted to like text him back after and be like, you know, hey, it's OK that, you know, don't worry about it, that you can't meet me for lunch and all of this stuff. And, you know, and I, what I liked about it was, you know, and she's like, and I didn't do that because I didn't want to seem like I was coming across as like, you know, one more and one more and mm-hmm, one more. Mm-hmm. But then she was talking about when she said something to him and his response to it and her take on that response was kind of like, you know, it seemed a little dismissive and he's not, he's secure. So he's not like me necessarily, but okay. I liked it because you got both sides of the conversation coming from one person, but mm-hmm. saying like, oh, he said this to me. And I'm like, because that's what I struggle with. Well, what is like, sometimes I feel like I go, I'm going crazy in our relationship in that way, as far as like, oh, you're looking for this response from me. And what is the appropriate response? I give you my response. And it's like, am I being dismissive? Am I not being dismissive? And I and I can tell a lot of times when I am, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, I know that's happening. And other times I'm like, well, I don't think I am here. But I liked it because it gives you kind of, you know, again, you're not getting it directly from that mm-hmm. person, but you're getting her take on it. And then you're getting the psychologist's opinion, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like the, you know, yeah. And what he said was perfect in that moment. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, this is the reality of the situation. So mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. this is a normal response. And she's like, but I didn't see it that way. And so I'm like, oh, I could respond like that. Like I could take that instead of the way I typically respond. Like just learning about myself in that and about yeah. you in that and like putting yeah. it all together. And again, none of it's new, but we, the more we hear it, the more it yeah. sinks in. And I think I had to recommend, I know you, I recommend this book to almost just about every client I have. It's called Attached by Dr. Amir, I think. Forgot his, anyways, um, Attached. Did I, did I, you can just Google Attached and get it. But it, I think you did read it. It's I did. so good. I'm sure I did. It covers all of that. So I, yeah. <laughs> you could listen to it again, and I'm sure. But yeah. um, like you forget. It's almost like every time you go back to it, it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's it, like I said. It's just those little things. But you realize, oh, if I if I said this this like if I just did. Oh, I I see. If I just like gave a little bit more information, or I you know shared with you, or I checked in. You know, just mm-hmm. a little thing, little things that I can do. So that I'll do for a while, and then I'll kind of like you know you get busy and you forget. Yeah. You, know, you don't realize the impact it has on the other person. Do you know who I really think? I mean, this this has come up almost three or four times as you've been as we've been talking throughout this conversation this recording who has really good boundaries as our neighbor 
And I don't know if I ever would have realized that, like, it would have been the first thing that would come to mind about her. But I'm just thinking, like, even in, like, she always just sort of, she has, she just, she, she just tells you uh-huh. what she wants. Like, there's no beating around the bush. There's like, even if it was no. just like, hey, your kids, their football keeps hitting the house, you know, or, yeah. hey, I, you know, I have no problem with the lights that you have, you guys swimming late at night. But like, you're, when you have the lights on, they shine in my bedroom, could you turn them off? There's no, and it's just peaceful and it ends there. But Today, she called me to invite me to a breakfast gathering with the neighbor ladies this week, which I did last year, which was so awesome. But, and I texted her because I wasn't sure when I when she called and then I texted her and said I'm available what can I bring and she's just again just is very simple where she's just like um you don't need to bring anything we are all set it, but it's just she's very very to the point it, there's mm-hmm. no nothing complicated about what she communicates it's very clear there's never any like question about I, anything. And, I, and I've always felt when she's <laughs> had multiple conversations with me about different things and I've always felt like oh god I get that like little pit in my stomach and like the oh i'm a bad neighbor i'm doing this thing wrong Uh but like you gave that example of the pool lights and she was like you know she's yeah she's like it's these specific lights Uh when you have them on and there were a couple times where i did leave them on i didn't think anything of it and Uh she's like you know she's like i like that you guys go out there and, and swim at night and have fun and that's great and stuff and she said you know I go, she goes, I usually go to bed at 11 and they happen to just shine right in my bedroom. And Uh it's like, okay, you gave, you gave me a specific time really by 11 o'clock. You want them off. Like, it's not like you're saying, don't turn them on. They bother me. But it's like, oh, okay. Now after 11, I can respect that. That's not an unreasonable request or Uh anything else. And she's just very to the point on what she's looking for. And she says it in a way that, you know, again, she's, she intimidates me a little bit, but I've learned over time. It's like, she's, she's not intimidating. She's exactly. always, she's always she's, very she's nice. At, that's and the thing is like, that she's not. Yeah. I agree with you at first. I was like, oh, cause you know, she is so because comfortable just, with just saying yep. what she needs or what's going on. And again, it's not. Yeah. So it, it's impressive. I guess what I want to say about that uh-huh. is I think it's really impressive. Um, cause there's, there's so much friendliness there too. And there's so much just, yeah. I don't know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of warmness there too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, she likes the fact that we've had a younger family here and mm-hmm. that, you know, she's seen the kids grow up and stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell that she, she likes that, but uh, uh-huh. she's got, she's got her boundaries Uh huh. and that's, I love it. Totally. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. All right. You manifest her anytime you're thinking about how you should be communicating. Yeah, I'll never get and there. And I'll do the same. I will never get there, but I can <laughs> I can try. I can try. All right. Well, I think it's time to go watch a little football before bed. No, football. I've got a couple uh, players in this game tonight. I'm going to do tonight. a meditation. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> both. Okay, both. And. All right. Love you. Love you. Good night. Good night. Good night.